The Beauty Call podcast starts now. But people have to be willing to open their minds, like what you said at the beginning, open their minds to change and a different lifestyle. I agree with you. I think diet is a four-letter word. I don't think that that's something that we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so really I don't like to see the word diet either, but I haven't. I, I, I often know. say way of, way of living. It's just, it's part of, you know, it's part of, it's, well, let's be honest, it's part of our vocabulary as women. Diet has been ingrained in who we are and what we do since we put on our very first bikini as a child. When you need advice on beauty, who are you going to call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Beauty Call Podcast. I'm your host, Janice McQueen. Today, I have Casey Kazmarek, a certified holistic health and wellness coach. Casey became determined to heal as naturally and safely as possible from more than 15 serious health conditions that had previously left her sick and bedridden for over four years. She holds a Master of Arts degree in health and wellness coaching with a concentration in nutrition. She brings a healing presence to her work through compassion, empathy, deep listening, and communication skills, as well as her training in Reiki, mindfulness, and meditation. We're going to hear all about her journey today to health and wellness and how she helps others seek that same holistic feeling of well-being. We have a very special gift today, so make sure you listen to the entire podcast, and we have something that we'll announce at the very end of the show. Thanks so much for joining us, Casey. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Janice. And it's such an honor to be a guest on your podcast. Well, thank you. Can you tell everyone just a little bit more about yourself and, and your journey to this, to this time in your life? Thanks. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so, oh boy, about seven or eight years ago, I began experiencing some chronic health issues. And I was living in Los Angeles at the time and seeing some of the top medical practitioners um, and I was told, you know, I had anxiety disorder like many people are when, you know, there isn't an answer for a health issue and it can't be resolved. Um, I was also told I had IBS, which is also a very common diagnosis often given when there isn't a real reason for what's going on in someone's body. So at the time, I was pretty naive and ignorant to my own health and my own body and how it worked. And so I just listened to doctors and I did what they told me. Um but I did have one really great doctor um, who decided to do some additional testing, and I, it came back positive for a systemic autoimmune disease called Sjogren's syndrome. And um, after further testing, we found out that I, in fact, had this autoimmune disease. So I went to another doctor at Cedar sinai actually, um, and it wasn't a great fit for me and I wanted a second opinion. So I went to UCLA. However, at that time I was on a medication for autoimmunity and it actually made my labs look completely normal. And so I was undiagnosed. I was told it was a huge mistake. You don't have an autoimmune disease. You're fine. I mean, I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm a miracle. Um, so about a year later, maybe a little bit less, we decided to move across the country for a change in pace to North Carolina. And 
I started getting sick again. I started feeling very unwell. Well, I had a flu vaccine, um, had an allergic reaction to it, and literally that's when things began to run downhill. Um, within two or three months, I, I, I just had very odd symptoms. Um, I mean, there's just so many to go into, but they were very, very odd by that January, I was in bed. I could not eat. I was in excruciating pain. I was crawling to the bathroom. I literally could not eat for three weeks and I lost 25 pounds. Um, my husband and I thought I was dying. I talked to him about what to do with my wedding rings. Oh my gosh. See, I'm actually getting emotional because I haven't talked about this in a really long time. I don't share my story this deeply anymore um, because I'm, I'm so past it, so far past it and have been better for so much longer. But to think back to that time, it was absolutely terrifying. So I was very, very sick, um, but I was very determined to heal. And I realized that what Western medicine had told me wasn't working. And so I needed to go a different route. Long story short, I started seeing holistic practitioners like um, naturopathic doctors, a functional medicine doctor. I experienced energy healing, um, lots and lots of prayer, meditation, mindfulness, mm -hmm. uh, massage therapy. The list goes on and on. I did everything and I did thousands of hours while bedridden off and on for four years on my own health, well-being and nutrition, which led me to realize, wow, I have a purpose here. I want to help other women avoid the same situation. And so I entered into a program at Maryland University of Integrative Health for health and wellness coaching with a concentration in nutrition. And now I'm about to graduate with my master's degree this July. And I'm already working with uh, a ton of like, literally, I've worked with hundreds of women around the world already on their health and wellness goals and just helping them take care of themselves, to honor their voice, to tune within, to know that they know themselves better than anyone else, and just to take care of themselves. Wow, that is a powerful <laughs> story and uh, very impressive that you were able to just recap everything that you went through. But I think it's important because I think so many people, you know, men included, but especially women, we just forget about some of the most important things in life, and that is around self-care and self-love and nurturing your own body and taking care of yourself. So what you said you had Sjogren's, is that, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, you've got it right. It's called Sjogren's syndrome. What causes, was that the, was that really what the basis was for your diagnosis and why you had so many, so many issues in, in feeling good? Was that the, the basis for it? Um, I think yes, it okay. was, and in some ways, no. So it was, so here's the thing, like I, yes, I think it was, and it was the main source of inflammation within my body. Um, but I ended up finding out that I had other things such as a candida issue. So if people yeah. don't know what candida is, it's yeast overgrowth in the body, um, I had, I did have anxiety disorder and panic disorder for years. And the great thing is I, for anybody who's listening to your podcast, I want you to know that if you're suffering from that, it can be reversed and it can be done so naturally. I'm on no medications now. I take care of myself and, and don't even have symptoms of it anymore. And once it was so debilitating to me, I couldn't even drive, 
Um, and then I also had severe adrenal fatigue. So just Mm -hmm. complete and utter burnout. And there are um, obviously multiple other issues, but I think those were the three main causes of why I became bedridden and, and so incredibly sick and primarily ignoring all the symptoms, right? Like our body is constantly sending us messages and through symptoms and it gets louder and louder and louder. And if you don't listen, it's going to become rageful and scream at you to pay attention. And I really think that's what happened to me. Absolutely. And I, you know, I have people that reach out to me all the time through social media. And of course, you know, myself, I've experienced it off and on throughout my adult life, periods of anxiety, periods of IBS, um, and it, it really, your body is talking to you and that's what that is. And, and, you know, I agree with you, you have to listen. So obviously with the work that you do, you help others identify those steps and those signals. So if you were going to give like the first piece of advice to someone who might be feeling the first signs of anxiety or having issues with diabetes, their digestive tract, um, can you give them maybe a, a little bit of a tip or a trick or something to, to do to help maybe learn to listen to their body? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think first and foremost, and as a health and wellness coach, um, it's important to be willing to be open to do the work, right? right? So it's like, you have to ask yourself, are you truly prepared? Because going from sick to healthy is not easy. Um, it's not an easy journey. It's not for the faint of heart. And, um, I think that's why a lot of people don't do it. I mean, if people know how I still live my life in order to sit, to stay healthy, they might choose illness because I live in a very, I will, I mean, but a lot of people do. I mean, I live in a very strict manner. Um, I'm very regimented, but in a way that's become extremely enjoyable for me because it is just my way of being and living at this point. And it's very authentic to me. And I know that this is how I'm living a full and rewarding life as opposed to being sick and bedridden. So, but I would say, yeah, you know, really tune in with yourself through some mindfulness or meditation or even journaling or praying if you're spiritual Mm -hmm. and ask yourself really, you know, what's your, why, why is, why do you think this is happening? Because I do feel like I'm a spiritual person and I talk to God daily and I do believe that God sends us messages as well. And I feel like that comes in the form of our intuition or our gut instincts a lot of times. And often if we calm our minds and we slow down, we can hear that inner voice speaking to us very clearly about why are we in this position? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. why are we here? I, I know I agree. I just, I think, you know, for those who are listening, I think sometimes they forget to, to actually listen to their, their inner voice or their bodies. And the fact that you can attest to that, you went through this for four years, you had things happen to you and you let it build up. So if anybody understands the process and knows how to get out of that, that is definitely you. You are that expert, not only because you have the degree and you're getting your master's degree this July, but also because you have lived it, you've been through that. So, and and the fact that you're talking about also listening to your inner voice, but also taking time for yourself, but you're talking about nutrition. So what do you do or for yourself? Let's just start with you. For yourself, what do you do to keep your nutrition habits 
where they are routinely in sync with what you need to feel good? Yeah, that's a wonderful question. Thank you so much. So I believe that um, nutrition is the foundation for a healthy body. Um, I really believe that the food we eat, the natural foods, not processed foods, I always call it God's medicine or nature's pharmacy um, because it comes from the earth. And so my recommendation is to first and foremost, look at your diet and look at the processed foods you're eating and try and eliminate those as much as possible. Um, because they really aren't probably providing any nutritional value to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is refined sugars. <laughs> I would also recommend cutting those out. And I mean, for somebody who's really battling chronic illness, you may need to cut out even natural sugars like honey or maple syrup, because for me, my huge shift in getting energy back was even cutting out those natural forms of sugar. And it doesn't mean it has to be forever for everyone, but, um, really there's no better way to fuel and heal our bodies than through vegetables and, you know, healthy proteins and just those things that like fuel our cells and our enzymes and just keep our life force flowing through us. Well, you mentioned candida um, earlier when you were talking about some of the issues that you had that made you feel as bad as you felt. And that for one, you know, I've, I've read about that because I, I'm always constantly reading, especially about nutrition and by, I'm by no means an expert, but I, I love to read and I love to learn and I can only experiment on myself. And I can tell you that even though I've never had candida, I, I try to follow that just for me. Um, cause I have friends that have experienced that and that is definitely cutting out that sugar and getting rid of that in your body. And, and for what I was reading, you just tell me what you think. It says stevia is okay to do occasionally, which is not really my favorite tasting type of sugar, but it's not too bad. And you get used to that. But I also have really gotten used to not doing any sugars. I gave up at the first of the year sugar and doing any kind of additional dressings, even if they were natural organic dressings, because they had sugar in them. And I find that I feel better. I feel so much better without sugar. And yeah. of course, the only thing I can't give up is um, fermented grapes or, or AKA wine. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I, that's great. <laughs> I love it. There's no way that I can give that up because I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just try to find the better, best ones. But yeah. um, I think that it's small steps really make a difference. And you mentioned your routine is very strict. And of course, I would love to hear what you what you do if you want to share that and, and maybe and then of course, you have a practice. So you share more because you customize everything with every single person because every person and every body is unique. But I find that being a little bit strict and allowing myself an occasional something where I don't feel like I'm giving it up forever. I do better myself knowing that I can't have that, that glass of wine each night if I so choose, or if I'm going out with friends or a special event, it's okay if I have something small as long as I go back to my routine, because I want to make sure that I'm feeling good at all times. Um, so would that be something that you would recommend to be able to break it every now and again, just like, you know, fasting, you want to break fast, um, and sleeping, we have, we can only sleep a certain amount, a certain amount of hours per day. You do, you break that fast up a little bit so that you have not just routine, but you have some fun things in your life as well. What do you think? 
Yeah, that's a, another great question. Um, so, you know what, since you brought up alcohol, I do want to say I have not um, had alcohol for almost seven years. And like you, I really used to be a big wine drinker and actually a <laughs> wine collector. So I understand what you're saying. But um, yeah, so for me personally, like I said, I'm very strict, but I never expect that of my clients or anybody else. Um, I, again, because I had over 15 very debilitating, serious and chronic health conditions, it was necessary for me to do that. And I will say I, I didn't go from, you know, one extreme to the other where I was eating processed foods and gluten and dairy and mm -hmm. sugar and all these things to where I am now. So when I was first sick, um, the first I diet, you know, I don't like the word diet, but you know, the first diet I used was the paleo diet and it did help. Oh, yeah. And that's what helped me get out of bed a little bit more, at least to be able to walk from my bedroom to the kitchen and then back again. Um, so I stuck with that for about six months, but I was still in excruciating pain. And, um, so after that, I decided to try the autoimmune protocol, and I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but it's a, a much stricter version of the paleo diet, and it's basically the paleo diet for autoimmune disease, so it, it removes nuts and seeds and eggs, which are typical and standard parts of the um, paleo diet. And then from there, I eventually cut out all fruit and natural sugars to deal with the candida, and that's mm -hmm. where I still am. Um, just because that's where I feel the best and I feel the most functional. I mean, in my career, I tend to work 10 to 12 hour days. Um, I would have never dreamed I could have done that. Even when I was at my quote unquote best in my previous life, like pre illness, I was never able to work that much. So I hope that tells you and your listeners, like how effective diet really is, um, and lifestyle changes can really be, but to get back to your question, is it, is it, you know, okay to break it up? Yes. I mean, again, for me, I don't know that I, I, I look, I would like to someday I'm still in a place where I, I feel good with what I'm doing, but I do think for most people, it's very difficult to follow the type of regimen I follow. And I would recommend that if that's what keeps people feeling happy, satisfied, complete and whole in their life, then absolutely moderation is key. Well, one thing I, I, you know, and this is something that I experienced, you know, myself too. And I, and I know in talking to friends and people that have reached out to me, um, and I'm sure reached out to you too, you find this as well, that people have to be willing to open their minds, like what you said at the beginning, open their minds to change and a different lifestyle. I agree with you. I think diet is a four-letter word. I don't think that that's something that we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so really I don't like to see the word diet either, but I haven't... I, I, I know. I way of way of living. It's just, it's part of, you know, it's part of... It's, well, let's be honest, it's part of our vocabulary as women. Diet has been ingrained in who we are and what we do since we put on our very first bikini as a child. Um, we are taught to be very, very much driven to being perfect and looking in the mirror and making sure that we stay on a strict diet. It is just natural. That's what women do. But it is, it really is a four-letter word. And I had to allow myself to forgive myself for not being, you know, perfect over the years because no one, no one told me that 
I had to be perfect. I just did that to myself because there are so many beautiful women and, you know, of course, beautiful men in the world, and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. And I think that we have to learn that it's okay if you're not swimsuit ready all the time um, and you don't have to be perfect. It's really more about choosing a healthy lifestyle that allows you to do the things that you love and be with the people that you love. And you have to identify that. And your story is so impactful. And I would—I don't know if you feel up to listing because you said 15, <laughs> 15 yeah, serious yeah. health conditions that you've gone through. And yeah. I think so many of us, we experience this on a daily basis. And it may not be all the time, but when we're under stress, whether that's from school or it's from work or it's from not having the time because you're traveling and you're doing everything and you're trying to balance your life that you're not taking good care of yourself and you're not following a strict you know lifestyle or nutrition routine or a fitness routine that your body tells you that it's built up in you and then you start not feeling as good and that does start with maybe a little bit of fatigue and that can lead to anxiety and that and every person's a little bit different I can tell you and me that it definitely leads to being very tired and then tired to fatigue then fatigue to anxiety and then I might have a little bit of stomach issues or sleep issues and then I will have weight gain and it's it's a cycle that I I identify with myself because I don't always allow myself that self-nurturing, that self-love that you talk about. But I think your story is very unique in that you, one thing sort of sound like it led to another because you did not allow yourself to hear yourself, what you were going through. Yeah. So you had, you had Sjogren's, you had IBS, yeah. I mean, yeah, Anxiety. if you want, I could list them off. So I have, sure. show, uh-huh. I have Sjogren's syndrome still. It's not active. It hasn't been for a while, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I like to think I don't have it, but right. Western medicine says once you're diagnosed, you have it. So I had systemic candida, adrenal mm-hmm. fatigue, anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, IBS, gastroparesis, burning mouth syndrome, dysphagia, infertility, multiple environmental allergies, histamine intolerance, chronic hives, multiple food sensitivities, leaky gut, gut gut dysbiosis, and methylation issues. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being brave and listing that out because I think it's so many people do have one or many of these disorders and they don't recognize it. They just, they just maybe don't feel good and they need to identify that and talking to someone like you that's been through it, but also through living through that, you, you were able to get through that and heal yourself. So at what point obviously four years bedridden in North Carolina, had the reaction that you had. Where was that aha moment for you? Yeah, thank you. So, you know, it actually came right before um, I became bedridden. It was while I was beginning to experience more intense issues Mm -hmm. about three months before I was, you know, stuck in bed. And I, like I said earlier, I'm very spiritual. So I was praying one night 
and lying in bed. And, and for months, I'd actually been saying, you know, please, God, please show me my purpose, show me my purpose. Because in my, my previous life, again, pre-illness, I was a Hollywood publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very, it was very unrewarding for me. And I just, my husband and I had started a new business that we could work from anywhere. And I wasn't fulfilled in that either because it was still in the entertainment industry. And I really, really believed I was meant to help people. And literally in the dark with no one else around, I heard, um, I actually heard holistic nutritionists and it scared me so much because I thought there was actually a man standing in our bedroom. Like I bolted upright. I was looking around. I thought, oh my gosh, somebody broke into our house. My husband's downstairs in the living room. How did they get in here? But there was nobody there. And it was, it was pretty insane because I, all of a sudden it was just like this warmth and this light flooded me. And I was like, this is it. Like I'm supposed to help people and with their health and in a holistic way, the iron, the irony is of course that within, you know, three, like three weeks later, I got the flu vaccine. And then a couple months after that, I became bedridden and I really couldn't do anything to pursue this new purpose I felt. Um, and so I actually had to wait two years before I was able to go back to school for my master's degree in health and wellness coaching with my concentration in nutrition to even, you know, start pursuing this. Wow. And you made it happen. And you, through the, through the studies, when did you start to feel better? Was it through, truly through like the nutrition? Do you think it's the, is it truly the combination of allowing yourself to meditate, to, to pray, to, to allow yourself to work the body through fitness? Is it the combination for you? Or do you find that one, one plays a bigger role in your life? Well, yeah, I mean, I think I I take a mind body approach. So again, a very holistic Mm -hmm. approach to the work I do with my clients, because I think it's all very integral to healing. Um, The body takes on what we don't process or deal with emotionally, right? And then what we think in our heads, our body also expresses in symptoms. So I think it was a combination of things. I do believe that just changing my nutrition and what I put in my body, that was like the quickest form of natural medicine to give my to take out things that were creating and exacerbating inflammation. Um, So that was the first step. But at that same time, I really started going deep within myself and asking myself, like, why are you here? Why are you in this position? And I realized there was a lot of trauma I had never dealt with. Um, just a a huge lack of self-worth and self-love. I mean, the idea of loving myself was terrifying and it actually really made my skin crawl because I was like self-love. There's no way I love myself. You know, I was a, a people pleasing perfectionist. Like I was not good enough in my own eyes. And again, oddly enough, going through this whole journey with illness, and healing. I love myself now and I accept myself and I have a great sense of self-worth. And, you know, that's just another part of what I love working on with women, especially is like, man, no matter what you look like or what you have going on or what you've been through, like you deserve so much love first and foremost from yourself. You know, that is true. And I think that is really hard for people to do. It's a different society. Now I've 
I, I live in L.A. still, so you know what it's like to live here. I'm from North Carolina, and it's night and day. I mean, people are still the same. People are wonderful, and you always meet great people regardless of where you where you live, but it's a different kind of stress here, so I could understand how that can build up um, in anyone or any anyone that's trying to just better themselves. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to be thankful for what we have and we, we're not appreciative and we don't think that we're deserving. And so self-love is huge and self-care is huge. I love th- that you are saying that. What is your take on, and you know, you know, forget, I'm not, I don't ever, ever mean to offend anybody out there listening, but you know, Western medicine and the fact that everybody feels that a, a pill can solve something, um, you know, how do you deal with that when you're talking to someone for the first time and they're trying to, to, you're trying to make them understand that there's so many other ways of taking care of your body and your mind? Yeah. I mean, again, another great question. Um, <laughs> uh, you're great at that. Um, uh, I, I really believe it's important for me to meet my clients where they're at. And so, you know, if they want to start off on medication and that's what they're comfortable with, but they're open to doing some of the work that I have to offer them, then that's fine. You know, as a coach for me, again, it's always meeting people where they're at. And I don't believe that Western medicine and holistic healthcare are, um, can't go hand in hand. Um, personally, I really just fall, I use holistic healthcare and practices in my own life. And that's worked for me. And I've been very fortunate for that, but that may not be the case for other people. And actually I shouldn't even say, I mean, I only do that now, but up until about six to 12 months ago, I was still on a very small dose of an anti-anxiety medication and I was still on an autoimmune medication. So, and you know, it was very hard for me to, to be on both of them, but I still was in a space with my healing physically and mentally that it it helped me. So I don't feel like they're exclusive of each other. I do feel like they can go hand in hand. However, like you said, not to offend anyone, I do think in our society that people just rely on the quick fix and true healing takes time. True healing takes effort and it takes work. And it honestly, I believe it takes facing your demons because, you know, if you're on a medication for diabetes and it is not purely genetic and you eat well and you exercise regularly and you cut out sugar and, you know, you do all the right things, that's one thing. But if you don't, then you have to work on why, you know, why are you not wanting to take better care of yourself? Why do you want the quick fix? Why do you want the medicine to treat your body and your symptoms? Exactly. And, you know, by all means, I, I think that the two are very good partners. I I, I don't ever recommend anyone getting off their medication. I, I love my doctor. You know, I, I, just, I think she's wonderful, you know, just a you know, traditional family practice. And I just love going and talking to her when I get my, my checkups, because I think it is important to have both in your life because Western medicine, it does save lives. But I think holistic practices, exactly what you said, you've got to listen to your body and realize why are you on this medication? Because I've seen it myself. I've seen people heal their, heal their bodies through 
taking care of themselves and eating right and exercising and getting enough rest and and doing all the right things and enjoying life again and just making sure they're taking out bad foods in their diet and bad foods. We mean like anything that's bad, like a GMO type diet or anything that has processed foods. We've got to get rid of those. And of course, I'm I'm plant-based and I, I do the best that I can. And I can always, if anybody wants to talk to me offline, I'm happy to recommend what I do. But I, I do follow a very strict routine just like you do. And even though I, I'm not perfect, I take those processed foods out and I take those sugars out. And I think you're right. You've got to have a combination of, of both. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to have this greasy item and I'm just going to pop a pill so that I feel better. And that's not serving anybody. It's not serving you well if you do that. I think you've got to, well, I'm taking this to get better. Meanwhile, I'm learning how to eat better so I can enjoy my life and maybe have the occasional greasy whatever it is or sweet that I enjoy and yeah. it's the occasional thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that and you know and I and it's because I think we all work so hard and we try so hard we think that we deserve that. That's a way of of being able to award ourselves by having that that decadent meal or the extra drink or whatever we do. But we've really got to be careful and and listen to our bodies um, and talk to our doctors, but also go through that holistic type of practice of where we are really in sync with ourselves. So I agree with you. It's got to be a little bit of both. And and I think sometimes we're just not ready to to listen. But yeah. I'm so yeah. glad that you you've gone through it and you understand and you know how to heal yourself. You have that experience and you have a true gift to be able to help others, you know, walk that their walk and to, to find their journey. And that journey can take different lengths of time for different people. Right. And not everybody has the same journey. That's so, so true. I mean, yeah, no two journeys are alike. And even if people have the same illnesses or the same health issues. Um, it's going to be for a different reason. And so the root cause is always going to be different. Right. So it's really great talking with you, Casey. And what I love is the fact that your practice helps people feel their, their best. And whether that is just learning to love yourself with your everyday life or learning to have better nutritional practices, better meditation practices, or just an overall balance in your life, you are a one-stop shop for that because you can do all of that. So everybody could, could really benefit from talking with you. It sounds like because you've gone through so many different things, but also we all have something. <laughs> and it's just so great to be able to chat with someone who's a wealth of knowledge, but also someone who has gone through a journey themselves. So how can we reach you? If someone wants to reach out to you and work with you and talk with you and to find out more about you, how can we find you? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so you can uh, go to my website, which is healthcoachcasey.com, and Casey is C-A-S-E-Y. And you can also visit me on Instagram or Facebook at Health Coach Casey. And um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, I you, to your last point there, 
it, it does help to just have somebody to speak to. And that is another thing I love giving to my clients. And I feel like it's a really great gift. And I mean, nearly every client I work with tells me, you know, it's just nice to be able to come and have somebody who they truly feel heard by, who truly mm -hmm. shows them empathy and compassion in this crazy busy world that we live in that goes so quickly. It's just, it's important to slow down, to honor yourself, to honor your needs. And whether you're doing that alone or you're doing that by working with somebody like me who is ready and willing and honored to show up for you a hundred percent when they're with you, you know, allow yourself that gift and, and to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And that is the most important thing that we can do. And the whole purpose of this podcast is beauty inside and out and to take care of you. And that comes in so many different layers. And your journey is amazing. And I really urge anyone that wants to to talk even on a small level, regardless of what they're going through. I, I think that you are a wealth of knowledge and I just, I just think that you are amazing and the fact that you have a calling and that you are going towards that calling and you're helping others along the way is, is, is definitely something to be truly respected. So thank you, Casey. It was great talking with you and I look forward to seeing you just shine just like you always have. Thank you, Janice. I loved being a guest today. It was a joy speaking with you and um, yeah, I look forward to chatting with you soon. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Uh, you bye. too. Bye. Hi everyone. And thanks for listening. As promised, I have a great giveaway from Casey Kazmarek. She's a holistic health and wellness coach. And for those listening to the Beauty Call podcast today, when you contact Casey at Health Coach Casey on Facebook or Instagram or visit her website at healthcoachcasey.com, you can let her know that you listen to the Beauty Call podcast and she will give you a 45-minute session for free. That's right. It's exciting because whether you're suffering from exhaustion, fatigue, or just need to learn how to self-love and take care of yourself, Health Coach Casey can take care of you. She works internationally with women throughout the entire process of feeling better. So reach out, get that 45-minute session from Beauty Call Podcast. Once again, thanks so much for listening.